Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. Pablo, have you ever met an angry woman? Whoa, we've been friends for over 60 years. We've talked about many subjects, but this question is heading in a new direction. Why do you ask? Okay, well, reading the book of the prophet Isaiah, it struck me that God got very angry at Israel to the point that he punished them for their pride, arrogance, rebellion, disobedience, and betrayal. It struck me that many women get angry at men for the same factors. Their pride, arrogance, rebellion, disobedience, and betrayal. A woman's first relationship, or lack thereof, with a man is with her birth father. From him she inherited 50% of her genetics, her heritage, color, culture, even her birthplace, birth order, and health factors. In a normal healthy father-daughter relationship, dad becomes a woman's first hero, protector, provider, counselor, teacher, and trusted friend. I have two sons, Pablo, but no daughters. Now I have four granddaughters. You had daughters. Tell me if my assessment of the father-daughter's relationship makes sense. We have two daughters, Jim. One by birth, one is adopted. In both cases, my wife and I love them equally. To the best of my knowledge, what you said makes sense. They saw me, their father, as their hero, protector, provider, counselor, teacher, and trusted friend. That's a key word, Pablo. Trusted. When a girl trusts her father, she will transfer that trust to other men and eventually to her husband. But when a girl has a betrayal of trust by her father, for whatever reasons, hard times begin. Anthropologists who study various cultures, both current and ancient, have found there is one cultural taboo that exists in virtually every culture they have studied. And that is... Incest? Exactly. No known culture permits a father to have sexual relations with his daughter, nieces, granddaughters. In an earlier program, I told the story of a father who had sexual relations with each of his three daughters from an early age until they began their menstrual cycle. Then he went to the next daughter and repeated the cycle. When the youngest daughter reached 18, the age of legal accountability in that region, the three sisters went to their authorities to ask that their father not be put in prison, but given psychological counseling to overcome his sexual addiction. How a woman is treated by her father sets the groundwork for how she begins to view men in general, and an individual man specifically. It hurts to hear a woman in a moment of rage say, Men are all alike. He's like my father. I couldn't trust my father and I can't trust him either. Women who have been abused, raped, fondled, and betrayed by their father or men in the family are candidates for major anger issues reflected in speech, actions, and life attitudes. Betrayal of trust is a huge factor in what makes a woman angry, especially if there has been no forgiveness, no healing, and no reconciliation with the abusive male or males in her family. I see a second potential betrayal of trust at puberty, when girls become young women and become attractive to boys. Some of these young men are suffering from what we'll call adolescent hormones in heat. To start a fire, we know it takes three ingredients fuel, oxygen, and heat. 
When an adolescent girl finds herself alone with an adolescent boy, the passion pit ignites once there are three ingredients, opportunity, time, and desire. Once a girl offers her virginity, she has an expectation that this male will be her forever friend. Not so. Many young men view sex as a temporary opportunity to fulfill a desire, but have no intention of making a lifelong commitment. Over and over we hear of girls being deceived into giving up their virginity and then dumped later in the relationship. This betrayal of trust causes a double-double anger factor, betrayal of trust and loss of control. Lest we think this is all over when the boyfriend leaves, Dave Carter in his classic book, Anatomy of an Affair, specifically identifies five types of extramarital affairs. He calls one the reconnection affair. It surfaces years later, even perhaps after both parties have married other spouses. The original teen couple meet again years later and recall the intense adolescent memories. That activates an old infatuation and soon an extramarital affair begins. Regrettably, men, there are even more examples of betrayal of trust by a man. Each year in Canada, over 100,000 women have an abortion. That is equivalent to a 747 airplane with 300 passengers crashing into a mountain every day for 365 days with no survivors, just lots of blood and body parts. Few of any of the women who had an abortion were artificially inseminated from a sperm donor. No, they were impregnated by a healthy traditional red-blooded male. Yet, 75% of the women who have an abortion claim the abortion was demanded and even paid for by the same male who impregnated them in the first place. Basically, the attitude is, get rid of that baby or I'm out of here. I want you, but not your baby. Another betrayal of trust for a woman added to her loss of control over her own child. If you just joined us, you're listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. You can listen to all the other Men Alive programs at our website, goteachglobal.com. Jim, I'm beginning to see where this discussion is going. Women who have experienced a betrayal of trust are likely to view men as less than worthy of their respect or support. Are there other factors involved? Yes, there is one more factor that causes anger. Consider a woman who was not abused by her father, not seduced to lose her virginity, not abandoned by her boyfriend, and does not have an abortion. There is still the betrayal of trust called divorce. Think of it this way. A woman loves her godly father who treats her well. She meets a boy or man and staves off his raging hormones to maintain her virginity. She marries as a virgin and has children. One, two, three, and then her hero husband decides she's not good enough for him. The excuses are different every time, but basically it boils down to the husband saying, I don't love her anymore. I know three men who followed this script. They became fathers, two of them had five children, one adopted four, and poof, then they found Miss Cutie Pie. Their kindred spirit had sex with her, left their wife of their youth after many years, and had the audacity to tell me I never really loved her. Five kids? Give me a break, guys. That's a betrayal of trust for a wife. 
My wife Rita and I participated in a trauma healing seminar in the USA. One clinical psychologist described a case study of a traumatized woman she was counseling. This client had been abused by her father, dumped by her lover, divorced by her husband, joined the army, suffered more abuse, went to Afghanistan, and suffered post-traumatic stress syndrome, was discharged from the army, and then came for counseling. The psychologist described her client's life this way. She was marinated in trauma over and over and over. Small wonder women are angry when they have had so many betrayals of trust. I once heard a proverb that said, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. It's nowhere in the Bible, but it seems it was first scripted by William Congreve for a play he wrote back in 1697. 1697? Wow. Women being angry at men for a betrayal of trust has been a reality for many years. The two key issues seem to be betrayal of trust and loss of control. Every woman handles her emotions differently. Let's review for a moment. You're saying that women may be angry at men because they've experienced a betrayal of trust from a man they loved and or respected. And along with that betrayal, they've experienced a loss of control. They can lose control of their body, their baby, and even their marriage. Ironically, this anger can cause problems for women that may lead to more mistakes, financial errors, and emotional issues related to these betrayals already mentioned. How can we as men help women who are angry gain a healthier perspective of men, that we are not all untrustworthy, egotistical, or sensual pigs? It's good to be reminded that some of the kindest words Jesus Christ spoke were to a Samaritan woman, a woman from another culture who was living common law with a man after having five husbands, a woman who had experienced major betrayals of trust and loss of control. She had to come to the well in Samaria alone at high noon because she was shunned by the other women. Yes, she was reserved when she met Jesus. Yes, she felt intimidated as a Samaritan since Jesus was a Jew. Yet Jesus gently prompted her curiosity to know more, and he kindly but firmly answered her questions. Compare that to some of the harshest words Jesus ever spoke to the pharisaical Jewish religious leaders whom he compared to snakes and whitewashed burial caves, dead on the inside. When we as men meet a woman for the first time, we have no idea how she was treated by her father, her first boyfriend, or her ex-husband. We do not know initially whether she's had an abortion, a previous divorce, or five husbands. The lady we are relating to for the first time may have encountered men who are proud, arrogant, rebellious, disobedient, manipulative, untrustworthy, and deceitful. As a follower of Jesus Christ, we must reflect Christ's Samaritan woman compassion and tenderheartedness regardless of how rough and angry the lady appears to us. Some time ago, Rita and I were invited by a couple to meet with them and offer some pre-marriage counsel. One came from a family that had experienced divorce. The other came from a previously broken relationship. The issue that emerged the strongest was trust. How can I trust this person that they will not hurt me? It was the same betrayal of trust issue. So in front of the couple, I asked Rita, Why do you trust me? Her answer, 
I trust you because you are trustworthy. I then asked, what makes me trustworthy? Because you have never given me a reason to think otherwise. That was her answer from the most trustworthy woman I have ever met. Women in general, and wives in particular, need to be assured that you as a man are trustworthy. God is willing to forgive men who repent of being proud, arrogant, rebellious, disobedient, manipulative, untrustworthy, and deceitful. William Congreve realized women find it hard to forgive a man who betrays them emotionally. Men, we need to pray for these women and trust that God by His grace will help them forgive those men at whom they are angry and experience healing and release. It will make life safer for all of us. There you have it, men. Request your copy of What Makes Women Angry at Men at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. Visit our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to become Men Alive, transformed into the image of Jesus Christ.